pig. It's still just now past a little afternoon. And, you know, America still going on just like it did the day before, the day before, and the day before. And the reality is, is that, you know, what can we do? And who are we? I mean, how do we end up this way? How do we end up facing such challenging times when, you know, we really never, just really never, never, ever, ever thought about any of these things while we were growing up? That's not something that happened. Truly, we must ask ourselves to position ourselves to understand that the circumstances in which in we were faced with growing up and because we had a military background and you know the air force was a part of our life and every day at five o'clock well you know they played that song and everybody came to attention and that was just if you were cut out at five but really lifestyle was all about a relaxing family atmosphere when you're in the military because they really do build on you building on yourself during your off time but other than that, the military owns you. But why we're facing these challenging times is you need to look around and look at people like you and ask yourself, where's the process? If you're not connected to a church or an organization, then it is true what Kendrick Lamar said that our children are being raised by television and we allow our vision to be controlled by whoever's presenting the vision in the movie because your life is not like the movie and relationships are not like movies and communication is the hardest thing in the world to be successful at and we have young people who are killing each other because they lack the skills to mentor and provide support and a loving nature nurture you know nurturing is the word relationship even if they are estranged because they jumped into the bed too soon. And children just seem to happen because they are the gift. But truly, if you walk away from your gift, you, it's something that you're not growing. You individually are not growing. If you can't give, you're not growing. If you can't nurture, you're not growing. And when you find yourself an opportunity to grow and participate in the sustainability of a life and bring value to a life, as a, as a human being, that's what you should be striving for. But not all people can strive for things that value. I mean, it's all about the hustle. It's all about the game. It's all about the pimp factor. And when it's all about the pimp factor, understand that there is just nothing that we participate in except for systems. And the systems don't always uh, function in the manner in which you think systems operate. So, you know, a lot of young people have children and they don't think about the consequences of the children until the children get here. And facing the fact that you have to have a game plan in order to raise a family, you know, it's something that we should have been thinking about a long time ago. But our people are so estranged as people. And we tend to prop up people and put them in positions and expect that they're doing you a favor. We'll understand that those favors are not done by people. Mm as a favor and truly you know i express my uh support for my vang as she's running for city council in sacramento and she's done the work and you know you can see people who've done the work and you know people who've done the work if you're working in the community with those people but the real deal is how many people are actually working 
for a better America? How many people actually believe in America? How many people are actual Americans out there? And how many people see themselves as Americans? And how many people see themselves as estranged Negroes or slaves or Africans or formerly African or whatever you want to identify with as formal, but have nothing to say about the evolution of the lack of services and the unaccountability of the state sanctioned the state sanctioned man mandatory services that happen for all people because you know the harvest is real and so when we understand the harvest is human capital and Microsoft knew it a long time ago you know they say bing 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 human capital and they had a little song going and it was a little jingle and then all of a sudden the jingle became really uncomfortable because people really start relating it to what was going on but we all pay taxes and we all pay some kind of revenue or Otherwise, services are happening for you if you're not, you know, it's always said like if you're not coming to the table, then you are a part of the meal on the table. And that's kind of like real. If you're not coming to the table to talk about what's better for you or how it supports you or how you sustain, then, you know, they're just making rules and policies around everyone is here in America and we're all living under the same governing structure and how cruel and how it doesn't work and how it's broken has to do with the people who it's affecting and they're not saying anything because all we're talking about is the money I mean everybody pays health care until you can't afford to pay health care or you become injured or sick and then you're not paying health care and then you get the services from the health care that you paid into but it's not really about the investment because life is the investment Life is the investment in America because America operates in the world, operates under human capital. Hell, we're humans. We're human beings. But there are people that feel that they are more entitled than you. And that's because you've given them the entitlement. You've given over your authority. And, you know, and the public school system really tries to encourage parents to give their authority to them so that they can help form or remold the behavior then they become responsible for because that's what the public school system does it, it's supposed to create this wonderful opportunity for life liberty and that pursuit of happiness you know if you could if you could regurgitate that crap you know you could say it really easily you know it's it's the line it's it's you know we're living under influencers people who influence people but people who only have the ability to influence because they went through some stuff on their own and you know and the real deal is is that you have to choose will you or who will you or what will you but it's not a choice when the life has to deal with trials and tribulations and somehow every time you end up with the same doorway and it might be a different person or it might be a different issue but somehow it comes right back down to a situation in which you have to struggle to gain or be proficient at but every time if you don't make a decision well decision is made for you because life tends to happen and that's just real and it's just like you know my uh, oldest son he was little and he said mom I said what and he says you know life is like I mean if you have a pair of jeans and they get a little hole in it and you don't do anything you just keep washing those jeans and wearing those jeans and pretty soon the hold is a little bit bigger 
and you just keep on washing those jeans and and wearing those jeans and pretty soon they falling off you and he said that's what life's like because if you choose not to take care of the little maintenance of effort uh, then it's kind of like out of control you just lost control but at any time you could have stopped and taken the time to resolve the issue and you learned how to it you know how to resolve that issue and it's just like if you ever owned a car and you bought a car or you went through the process of owning a house and getting a house guess what you can do that anytime i mean you know there are people that have to continue to come back and resolve issues and keep fighting because life is about life is about sustainability and you know and when we look at america and we look at our local cities and we look at our counties and we look at our our states and understand that you know the constitution has granted access to free slaves or freed humans to live in any state and we're going to help you educate those freed people because we're going to commit to taking care of the public education we're going to pay for your poor we're going to pay for your indigent we're going to pay for your needy and we're going to do all this with the money that we collect from all the states and all the people so if god gave you a gift and you're able to you know generate revenue well hell you have to pay your taxes everybody pays taxes Mar marvin gay was concerned with paying taxes stevie wonder i mean who who hasn't been gifted with a, a gift has it con has not been concerned about the taxation of the American system because you do pay taxes and even if you're the poorest person you're gonna pay some kind of city tax some kind of tax you're gonna pay my concern is is that when my people or people who look like me start concerning themselves with the lack of outcomes from the investment of that public dollar and every time a child would stand up and say, wait a minute, black lives matter. And then someone would jump over and say, blue lives matter. And then someone might just jump in there and say, well, all lives matter. And I'm saying that if we continue our behavior of the lack of personal responsibility to look at what we're doing with the investment dollars that come back to local cities, states, and counties, and we fail to obligate ourselves to the people we elect, and put them in office and hold them with no malice or no harm and we just allow poor people or people who have lost their way to continue to be lost so that we can provide them services understand that that was the same thing that happened on the plantation and that perhaps you might have not left the plantation perhaps that's where you are still living on the plantation with others determining what you will have access to. come on now somebody mentally break down this stuff for me they gave the people and they worked hard to give people who were once incarcerated who had felonies the right to vote in the state of florida and then they thought about it that perhaps they might get voted out of office so then they got busy and they said okay you can vote but if you vote and you owe any fines and that you have not paid the fines or that you were aware that you had to have owed fines and you could go back to prison oh that's some insane stuff right the thought process behind that how they would work to give them opportunity to seem that they could be you know equitable and allowing others to participate in the governance structure but understand this thing about the governance that we live under and how america 
democracy was formed under a republic of states that come together so that we can have a country that is represented in the world. And that's just really what it's all about. It's about all of us or none of us. And it seems that some people are stuck on none of us because they simply fail to understand that we are all equal and we still hold a personal responsibility to demand accountability and to the outcomes and the maintenance of the things that happen for everyone, even if you choose not to have a child. I mean, it's a personal responsibility to involve yourself in the policies which are establishing services for the children who look like you, who have no voice in the maintenance of effort and the mandatory services that they're required to participate in. And failure should never just be an option. But when people have managed to maintain their employment and their status on the failure of so many others, then who do we represent? So perhaps that's why COVID happened for all of us. It was all of us or none of us. And it's very particular. And to have people who would lead the country and lead you down the rosy path of drinking a cup of bleach because bleach kills the virus and understanding that we have, this is the 19th virus that has been challenging to America or the world. And then understand that some people are dying. But some people, oh, some the air conditioner just kicked on, but some people can actually just, you know, not be affected simply because their bloodline or, you know, some people are naturally have immunities towards certain viruses and diseases. And none of us know anything and all of us are still connected. And all of us live in this world. And what happens in this world, we have a responsibility to look around and be responsible for what's happening to the least of us. But when we pretend that it ain't none of our business and we ain't doing that for somebody else, and we can say, I'm living my best life, ain't got time to deal with you niggas, hey. And then party on that. You know what I'm saying? Celebrate on that. Put your middle finger in the air and wave it. And we can party on that in the club. I mean, really, the reality is, is that we celebrate dysfunction. We celebrate inequity. We celebrate bias. I mean, you know, there are people that hang around people and have money. And, you know, that's a social status. And they all live the same because they can afford to get whatever they need. But understand that there are people who don't have any direction and the services that have been aligned to support everyone, well, that service process is just broken. And the people who have been getting paid to ensure that cities, towns, states, and counties, that, you know, that the structure is formidable and can sustain life, well, those people, they're only protecting their long-term you know, ability to to ensure that their families are successful. Somebody said something. Interesting questions. My thoughts on that are sometimes it is our fault, but every time. It's not about a fairness. That's what you need to understand. Because God puts before you all the challenges. And then we are a people as as identifiable because race in America has segregated the people. And so race and ethnicity and language, all these things, how we determine how we 
provide services to all people, but for the race of the black people, or the race of the African American, or the race of the formerly enslaved, there are people who are appointed to positions of power in which they concern themselves with their family and their friends. And if you are aware of a service, and you are aware of how the law works, whether you have a right to the entitlement. You know, it really gets me that people want to demonize special education. Like, you know, I can respect the fact that Dr. Umar Johnson is a staff psychologist or whatever, he's a sociologist, kind of psychologist, but there are other people that are psychologists too. There are other community members that work in our community to try to provide social and emotional support for our community and the health care doesn't really pay for it for our children. I mean the coordinated services in the local school system disallows us to share our concerns about how the lack of outcomes of maintenance for African American people just doesn't happen. And that's just real. I mean there's just nowhere to participate. You struggle and you tell me where it is. Because it's through no one's fault but understanding that we are a people that were given freedom. We are a people that were released from in bondagement, the bondagement of America. Hey, Sherry. Long time no see, girl. I hope you're doing fine up there uh, where you're living in Oregon. And I'm living in Las Vegas like right now. And like, you know, I know that you went through the AmeriCorps VISTA program but you were able to, that, I mean, you know, there are so many resources out in America that we as a people are truly unaware of, but everyone needs to understand how systems work and how we pay for the maintenance of effort for support structures. But when we have too many nonprofits who are benefiting on the federal outcomes or the federal maintenance of effort and the maintenance of effort for targeted populations are not happening. Then you have children in the street hollering. It makes a difference that someone could put someone on someone's uh, foot or their knee on their neck and take their life away when they wouldn't do that to a bear. A bear who's, who is coming at them. A bear or a lion or a tiger. I mean, that's just not how they're approached from America's standpoint from you know animal control. But for black people, death has always been an option. And if you fly off the handle and you say the wrong thing to somebody and they don't appreciate it, well, you know, uh, what is this? Compliance is everything. And if someone tells you to shut up and they have an office or uniform on, then it makes a difference because then they become the slave master and they have a right to take your life. And what is America really saying about America and freedom for all people? Is it something that just doesn't exist? But see, you have to understand your power your power is understanding individually who you become in life through the struggles who you have i mean because it's a struggle it's, it's a struggle to ensure that access happens for your babies and as an individual parent or a mother you become a survivor if you have to learn how to sustain oneself through one's own resources and god gives you every opportunity to continue to grow and but you have to be open-minded. You have to be aware. You have to be understanding that it's just not, nothing happens. You know that song, nothing from nothing means nothing. And that's just real. People have to realize that they have to be willing to move forward in life. And moving forward in life is real because you just continue to grow. And that's, that's what life is about, growth 
understanding. Let's see, I didn't get to see her whole statement, but she says, interesting question. My thoughts on this are that some of the time are it's our fault, but more often than not, it is unfair practices from other races who seem to think that we are a subhuman or some case of not human or not at all, literally just out of their way to make it hard. But I mean, the barriers are within us because we have the ability to truly empower our circle of influence because everyone has to follow the same process and the opportunity truly exists when there's no opportunity like when i needed extra money and i needed to make sure that i was going to make it through high school i became a vista during that time it was called a volunteer in service for america through the national incorporate the national corporation and service for community De investment or development or whatever it was but you know the initials you'll find it national corporation for community and service and development and something like that but you know i got the 800 dollars a month stipend and then not only that during the two years that i was allowed to participate i could meet with the governor i could meet with the mayor i, I mean you know being a volunteer in service for america means that you are helping to coordinate services for your community and since we're living in a human capital nation what better position to be in but you first have to learn how cities work and that's part of the training that you get when you become a, a federal volunteer because you could be called into service during a national disaster if there was a, a earthquake or a flood they could utilize you and and kind of like recruit you although during this administration this current administration people are trying to destroy America because they're saying that it needs to be torn down and redone and they're saying it needs to be torn around down and redone simply because there were there are always rules and regulations created to ensure that access happens for all people now some people feel a lot they spend quite a bit of time to go around the regulations so that they don't have to so that they could meet the benefit it's kind of like understand why Donald Trump only paid $750 in taxes because he could he hired people to go around the rules and all the people who worked for him talked about their job was to figure it out to get him around till he didn't have to pay for it just like he didn't serve in the military it's a joke that he didn't serve in the military he would like the military to keep him in place though you know he wasn't a police officer no he was somebody who got around the rules who understand that if you invest in the game, then you could get up. And who wants to be a millionaire? And the show was about learning how to be a con man, basically. How to con your way, how to, how to get it up, how to, how to make it no matter what. And that's what he was, because he's now sitting in the office of the White House. Truly, he is sitting in the office of the White House. And, you know, life just continues to go on and on. And it'll go on right without you if you choose to pretend that you ain't got nothing to do with it because it's not a requirement that we participate in life. <laughs> but the challenges of life mean that there are going to be trials and there are going to be tribulations and your journey through those until you do right by whatever it is God has for you to learn how to do, <laughs> you will face that challenge and life is just hard that way. But life is also good because you are totally in control of what it is you need to do. And all my children got through the public education system with with basic standards, I'll say that. 
and all my sister's children because they were in a different district. Oak Grove Unified School District is, has a higher standard for the effectiveness of their teaching strategies than Sacramento. Sacramento City Unified School District has catered to small groups of children and small people with lots of money. And so people who are educated figured out how to move the money and move the children to sustain the best educational option for their child. And so people with money in Sacramento City Unified School District do get the best educational options. But if you understand how the offer of a free and appropriate public education actually works, then you learn how to work the system and you too can benefit from the public education system because it is there to create a sustainable option for all people because this is America and we do possess the right to the freedom of speech, freedom of religion and all those other freedoms, you know. And it's troubling when people can come into people's homes, the one place that, you know, should be protected and take your life because you failed to comply. Comply to who? Is it the slave master and the peasants or the slaves that are living on the plantation that why we must comply? Black people have always had to comply. So, you know, I guess it's very difficult for them to see that now they're being fined. Lots of money. Lots of money is going. And lots of our own tax dollars are going to pay for people who are wrongdoers, who have a position of power. And, you know, the position of power as ordinary American, yes, you must vote, but yes, you must demand accountability across the board. You must look in your local communities to understand that access must happen for all children, as we are all responsible for where we live. But, you know, we can't continue to pretend that, oh, girl, I ain't voting. Nah, girl, I don't do all that. <laughs> it ain't going to be me. Or, no, I ain't trying to be representing no Democratic or no Republic or no. No, you need to represent because you're an American. And as you were born in America, you all took, you know, you just have a responsibility to, to help support the maintenance of effort for the vision of America. And we were envisioned in this freedom. And, you know, just to understand that, you know, you're in control of your box. You, you could be in your box, sitting in your backyard, doing exactly what I'm doing, having a conversation to help other people understand that failure is just not an option. So if you have a child who's struggling, then you need to communicate with that district that you need to understand the exact type of learner that your child is. Is your child a visual learner? Is your child a verbal learner? Is your child kinesthetic? Do they have to touch things in order to learn? Does your child have strong visual skills or does your child have strong verbal skills? Or does your child have to have a combined support structure of all of that? But when you have children who are not learning and people seem to start to believe it, that they are now psychologists and they can demonstrate that your child is somehow unmanageable, dysfunctional, and that they have a behavior, abnormality, and they, they, you know, that they have, you know, a managed condition or any other, any other condition that you might think that would distract from their ability to learn, then what you must do is understand that the opportunity to learn from the opportunity of the federal government 
created the, what is it, IDEA, Ideal, 2004, where there were, you know, and they had goals 2000, and they had, that was 2000 goals and in in different types of ways that people could think outside the box to ensure that access was happening. You know, public education is all about access and creating sustainable support for children to help them grow, grow, you know, just become empowered. But when people start to understanding that people are not showing up to demand that all kids have options, people could care less and they feel that it's not their job. And then pretty soon that we don't have anything that we're fighting for. We people are fighting for people's jobs who make no difference to our community. I mean, you know, if the educational system is only educating 30% of the children in the local community, then what are we really establishing here? I'm, conf- I'm confused. I-, I don't understand anymore. Are we, are we continuing to establish that there will be more plantations operated in America? I don't live on the plantation. I moved out from the plantation and I truly got ch- chastised. I mean, you know, I was working for Los Rios Community College in the mailroom and they used me to cut the keys. They used me to, to clean the vans. They used me to do the mail and they would put me in the mailroom all by myself just so I could be in pain because I was working right next to the, the uh, copier room. And, you know, everybody who was in that room or whoever worked in there had some kind of health problem. And, you know, some people had some serious health problems. I didn't have as serious because I was only in there for five years. But whatever happened during that time really did affect my health. And I've suffered since, you know, from that toxic environment for the, all that time. But what they did give me is a lifetime medical, open medical, which helped me to get my Social Security until, in essence, I still, I still survived. But, you know, not without... The, the lack of knowledge as to how to coordinate programs and services to help sustain my family as, you know, you can't help people grow up to be self-reliant. So we have a lot of black men who don't understand that the gift of life was truly a gift from God. And they created their own hell by walking away from their responsibility. Because I haven't met a man yet that truly did not give back to his child that was able to be successful and live a quality life. Every one of them is either dead or maimed or struggling. And guess what? God don't like ugly. And that's what I can say. So I taught my children, don't have any children until you are ready to be a man and be there 100%. So I don't have any grandchildren. At the age of 62, I still look good. I'm still semi-healthy let's put it like that I enjoy my social security because it came through a medical situation and you know whatever fibromyalgia or rheumatoid arthritis constant chronic pain and now I can be where my brain can fog up and I can I can smoke a little weed and I can um, do some CBD and sustain a quality life and enjoy life the way it was supposed to be and help to educate my family to empower them because life is all about understanding that you have everything you need to be successful but if you fail to move past the barriers the small barriers then you can't move ahead because life is all about monopoly so don't pass go when you get to the community chest go directly to jail but if you get the free pass out of jail then you better utilize that pass 
and invest in yourself. Right now is the best time to reimagine life for who you are. Right now is the understanding that self-empowerment comes from knowledge. And you could basically, I mean, you know, they took all the trade rules and restrictions out of, of trade with China. Basically, you know, Wish and Alibaba and all those programs and selling. People are making their own businesses by picking out winners and losers and buying that stuff and repurposing and selling and all that other stuff. Life is about, hmm, getting over, sustaining oneself. I mean, you know, you could be, I mean, this America and the world, I think the world just used to operate because of bartering. Because you had something I needed and I had something you needed or you got a skill that I need. And hey, aren't we going back to those days? Knowledge is about self-empowerment. Self-empowerment is truly about understanding that you are willing to face the challenges in order to get or to improve or to make perfect whatever God gave you, whatever gift that was. Because he does give gifts. And we have so many talented people. But just think about it. the talents and the gifts that we're giving to Janet Jackson, the Jackson 5, or any of those Jacksons, or, or anybody, Alicia Keys, Lauren Hill. And then no Lauren was paying them taxes, $2.3 million, because she failed to pay her taxes on time. And she was fined by a judge. And understand why Trump wants to put all those judges in place. Because he's, he's, he's a little concerned. But, you know, they didn't let him get in office just because a whole lot of folk wasn't benefiting. I mean, what a uh, O'Connell and his wife or whoever that is, the, the trade to China is all up in there. And you know, their families ain't struggling, but they taking care of and creating opportunities for your families. So look at yourself during this pandemic time and understand that, you know, God prepared a whole lot of people to be chilling in the backyard just like me. So they ain't got to be out there in the elements. And, you know, you don't know how it happened, but it just happened. It's real. And then there are people who are living out there. And be glad that you are not one of those people. But understand that we have to figure out how those people who are living out there every day are being asked to live. And understand that we're paying the tax dollars to ensure that the outcomes of the maintenance of, for those peoples, should you ever have to get there, that the program works for you. But if it's not working, what are we really saying about who we are as Americans? Let's not talk about Kim Jong-un, who Trump was saying that he loved the way that his people were praising that him. They were praising him over there. They praise those dictators do get praises. But mm -hmm, I don't see it happening. But, you know, Trump seems to get some praises and he seems to operate off of praise, praises and, and people who love him. And, and we sit back and wonder what was that kind of, what, what kind of mental illness was that? Because Bigley has never been a word to me. But he can sit in an office with all those people trying to, like seals. You know how seals are in, in the zoo. You know, and there's, you know, trying to get some attention. That's, what's, that's what he looks like to me when he's sitting and everybody, thank you very much, Mr. President. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. President. Mr. President, thank you. Been so wonderful. Thank you very much, Mr. President. And what the hell are we talking about? Because, I mean, he did do something for everybody. You know, his name went on the bottom of that check that we all got, $1,200. And even children with disabilities got that check. And thank you very much. Went to go pay off some greatly needed bills. And helped a whole lot of folk out, but understand, 
whole lot of folk never even had any access to anything. Whole lot of folk were graduating from school and had no skills. Can't count no change backs. I mean, what do you do when you go to McDonald's and McDonald's has to tell you the exact change to give to the person, the person still give you the wrong change back and you have to redirect them? I don't understand. I mean, what are we paying for? Why do we have public school systems? And Trump's saying, you know, he, he, he did a great thing that night during his the open union speak or whatever, when he pointed out to that little black girl and he said, he's going to give her an opportunity. And he did. She could now go to the school, but then COVID hit, happened. <laughs> so, you know, online learning, children who are been giving resources. You know, my children, they learned a lot from technology. And technology is wonderful. Don't be afraid of it. Know that they are utilizing every bit of tech. Every time you wake up in the middle of the night, and they know that you up because, you know, SMUD and that little thing that they did to upgrade everybody. They know when you go to the bathroom. They know when the refrigerator is open in the middle of the night. They just know too much. And then they, you know, and then we had the blessing of going from, what, duplex to digital. So then we went from one-way transmission to two-way transmission. So they used to transmit to you. Now they, now you transmit to them. And that's just real. But they have other ways of seeing in your house. So don't ever think that they don't know who you are. And know that they can park a truck down the, down the street and collect every, all of the information that's being said in every house. And they just don't have to be there. I mean, the satellite can see something and you just don't have to... You just have to understand that technology is everything these days. And they can go back and recreate your story. You just have to, they just have to understand that, you know, every time you leave the house, maybe you're 17 minutes away from the house. And maybe you're 23 minutes away. But every time you have an Apple phone and a car that has a smart whatever in it, it says, uh, connect your, like, it tells you to connect your device that you're leaving at home. You left your phone at home. So if you want to use these features, they're not connected to you. And then as soon as you get close enough to home, it says your your cell phone is now connected to your car. So if it happens to ring before you get in the house, you get to answer it in your car. And just know that they just know too much. But it's too much that's so much to handle for them. Because mm -hmm. of what they don't know is how to ensure that more services are more beneficial. And they can't know that because they don't want to talk to you because they don't want to be intimidated. They don't want to lose what they've got, what they've managed to covet over the time. And we're really talking about coveting. We have public school systems across the nation in large cities that are failing the, the poor children. And, and we, we have states and counties and cities who get the money to help ensure that the poor people, the people with lack of whatever, lack of whatever, that are sustained, that, that there are opportunities. And then we have people who don't even know how to take advantage of opportunities. They don't know the opportunity when it happens. We have people who just accept the letter grade of F. How in the hell do we have the majority of 9th, 10th, and 11th, 12th grade children who are credit deficient? How does that happen? What does that look like when you're credit deficient and every year you just get promoted? What is that all about? Well, you know, that's what about the plantation. That's what about pimp factor is. I mean, because you still got to get through the program. And once you get through the program, the day after graduation, your mama might put you out because you're just a burden. You ain't bringing nothing. And if your family ain't got no skills, no love, no whatever, because it's unfortunate. A lot of people ain't got no love to give. It's just a burden, and you're a burden to them. 
And when people start talking like our children are burdened, and then, you know, where are we as a nation? That's yet you have to fit. Because, you know, churches are not strong anymore. They're not building from within because building requires that you share something. And, you know, in order, and you have to be open to learn. Everybody don't know everything. I don't know everything, but I do know what worked for me. I know that I was there for my children, and I know that I'm still there for my children. And I watched their fathers turn their backs on their sons. And I can't even, I can't even, I see men who are dedicated to their families, that they come from a strong family, and they understand about love, and they don't have a problem with giving love. And then I see men who are all about womenizing women, and you know, like R. Kelly factor. But one thing I gotta say about R. Kelly, every one of his videos talk about love, and women, and relationships, and every one of his videos don't have not one white person in there anywhere. And I never seen R. Kelly with a white woman or, or praising up a white woman's behind. And that's just real. So I don't know what his baby mama looks like. I don't know any of that. I, and, you know, it doesn't really concern me. What concerns me is that he's not paying into the system like people would want him to pay. Just like Bill Cosby wasn't really to, willing to turn over certain assets that somebody was interested in. And they wanted to show him who has power in America. What concerns me is that when Prince started opening his mouth and talking about all of what he had control of and what he had created in the vault and what was in his house, and then pretty soon they were roaming through his house, and that the people who he fought his whole life became the suppliers of support for ensuring that his music and his music still is out there. And we still celebrate Prince just like we still celebrate Michael. And we love Michael. And Michael talked about love and and compassion and understanding who you are. And then they, them, you know, just a few people start whispering about other things that everybody probably always wanted to know. But it really doesn't matter because you weren't a part of that circle. And how would you know unless it was you? And that's just real. People live in bad situations, but people don't run to bad situations to, to explore either. I mean, you know, we're all in our same little box. I'm on a little box talking to you in my little box in the backyard. But our boxes are our boxes, and they're, our, they're either large with influence or small with influence. And you only know from what your challenges are, what you're willing to grow from. But, you know, it's always know and grow, my friend. Know, go, and grow, because life is about growing. And yes, reading is fundamental, but, you know, understanding that James Baldwin was real. And he had a life in the, the lifestyle that he led and his ability to articulate was tremendous. And we have to have the ability to share and empower others to understand that life doesn't happen in the box. Life, life happens outside the box. And eventually you do get a sphere of influence. Follow me on Instagram, they say. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on YouTube. Follow me, follow me. All about influence because Sacramento Bee took over the Sacramento, I mean, the Union, and the Union kind of faded and went away. Then you have, you know, the other papers that are always about Sacramento News and Review is still there, you know, fighting for influence. But Sacramento Bee would have little meetings where they give people a little bit of money or something, and you would go and they would talk to you because they wanted to understand where the community was coming from. And same thing with, 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 um, 
PG&E. I bet you didn't know that. I got some money from SMUD one time. I went to a little meeting. And, you know, but, you know, everything is about what we do as we are here. Because you only have an ability to influence and change your circle, your sphere of influence. And if God gave you a blessing, then, you know, you should be empowering your tribe. Not trying to... Understanding, I mean, you know, most... When, you know, when you look at America, if you, if you had an opportunity to live outside this country, and I did. I lived in Japan, I lived in Italy, and I lived in a lot of states in America. We lived in Texas, we lived in Jersey, we lived in Michigan. I mean, you know, we just lived because my dad was in the Air Force. And the, and the services on the Air Force Base are, they have a movie theater, they have a rec center, they have a, a lounge, they have everything is just for family life. They help sustain you and your family and they help the hope that you become a true American and that you understand the unity of America and the empowerment of America is that we are there to protect each other's backs. But the whole thing is, if we are living on our same city street, our same city block, and we get a job in the federal and the state and the county town, and then we don't have any real reality of what other people are living like, then you don't know nothing. And you're just doing your little job. But it's the people who have traveled, the people who are, who are influenced, the people who understand what life impacts are, that have to, have to get out there and share that, yes, they too have been there too. Perhaps, you know, whatever it is, everybody got a gift from God. And if we don't do this thing together, we can't save this thing together. And we as a people are there and we are being denied the ability to access the influence and to ensure that sustainable services happen for our children just as they happen for everyone else. We are struggling to be the ones to understand that we are most powerful in our children's lives. And we have the ability to ensure that success happens. And so now we have the COVID and COVID has demonstrated for each one of us within a family structure who is learning and if they are truly meeting the needs that will help them have a sustainable life. And if that hasn't happened for your child and you don't know where your child is, that's your responsibility. Therein lies, you have a personal responsibility to be the overseer of the gift that God gave you. Even if you didn't know that you had stepped up to the plate. You stepped up to the plate when you laid down and had the baby. And that's just, that's just kind of like how it is. And you are expected to be an you know, a work in progress. So I am still a work in progress because I am still supporting my sons. And I'm grateful that they are still establishing who they are and trying to determine how they can best be a gift to humanity, basically. Because that's who my people are. That's what I that's what I created. I mean my son Tyler, he's the most gifted child there is. I mean, he can tell you he can he knows how to install a computer. He knows how to do a lot of things, but he too is limited as 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 because he has he's he's autistic and he's in the spectrum, but he's highly gifted and he's very gifted. And you know the opportunity that he had when he was at school at science and engineering was just one that was amazing. I mean, how many kids get to build a boat and race the boat in the class of, in the eleventh grade? That's what they all did. And then twelfth grade, they had to coordinate something that would be good for the community so they had to do a presentation on their way out the door but you know 
the opportunity to learn is really amazing. And the public school system is really amazing, but only if you know it's amazing. I mean, the letter grade of F, that means what? What does it mean when children are consistently failing? And what was Kennedy High School, my alma mater, doing, especially when we have other people who have went there who are prominent and they give money to the school, but it's not affecting the black children in the school. Because, you know, you do more, you do more harm when you give money to programs and you don't hold them accountable to ensure that all children are having access, especially during, during this time of COVID, which just demonstrated that so many African-American children were so far below grade level, below, below grade level. What does that mean? Does this mean they're not intelligent? It means that they skip things that they should have been learning and that you can't move forward unless you go back and catch up. And there ain't no catch up in public school system. There just isn't. But we've allowed them to create different levels of graduation, different levels of attainment. And then we still pay these people's salary, meaning that they have health care, they have a fancy car, they have retirement, and you ain't got what? You ain't got nothing. Your, your children don't have nothing. What is it saying when 70% of the children who are in poverty are far, far below basic? And far, far, far below basic. What is it saying, below basic? What does below basic mean? It means that your children have not attained the grade level proficiency in order to be promoted to the next grade. What does an F mean? It means your child has failed to thrive. What does a D mean? It don't mean nothing if, if you could have a president like George Bush II and he didn't got D's in his class and he's still the president. What does it mean when Donald Trump can pay somebody and they could take the assessments for him and here you are still struggling. Here you are with your PhD working in the goddamn Goodwill. Okay. All right. Do you like vision? I don't know what it is you like. Because God gave us everything we need to empower ourselves. If it was money I would want, I would, I, you know, I do sometimes promote, uh, you know, giving to organizations that I believe in, like Sharon Chandler and my sister Tony. They have that organization does the, the, the nursing thing for the children and they help to recruit young women in, in high school or help to gear young people towards uh, education in medical field, nurse, doctor, whatever. But they open up those opportunities. They are creating opportunities for our young people to meet doctors and different people, psychiatrists and psychologists and people who make limbs or whatever. That's, that's an opening the door for young people and it really is affecting so many young people. But when you do good work in the community, then that's what you're doing. You're doing the work that God meant for you to do and the blessings that you get. I mean, you know, my sister has a house and she's, she bought a house. My sister has a car, she bought a car. My sister is not homeless. And it's struggle, yes, it's struggle, but she's still doing the work, so God is still blessing her. And I have to understand that we have to pray about it, but the door is always open, open for those who have vision. Look at Nipsey Hussle, boy. And, you know, go back and everybody go get that F-T-P, the album, F-T-P, Fuck the Police. Go get that album and listen to what Nipsey said before they had him killed. That's what I'll say. Because it's real. I mean, he figured it out. Just like you'll figure it out. I'm figuring it out. Pimping ain't easy, but goddamn, somebody's got to do it. So when we understand, it must be getting lunchtime. Let me see. My mom would be it out of the bed pretty soon. I'm outside. But um, 
I got to go in and do breakfast for her because they don't get up till late. My mom's 83 and my, my auntie is 80 something, 81, 82. Then, then they're close enough because me and my cousin are a year apart too. I'm 62. No, we're a month, less than a month apart. We're a day apart, not even 24 hours. I was born on June 30th and she was born on July 1st. And so we're the same age. And when she goes into organizations, get her senior discount, she don't look like she's a senior. But I have all this white hair, so I'm definitely senior. And I'm happy to get my senior discount. Just like I'm happy to be getting my little Social Security check and happy to get a Social Security for my son because simply I was working at Los Angeles Community College. And quite frankly, while I worked there, the reason why he might have autism is because I was working in a toxic environment. And I'm waiting for the, you know, when they start suing people for the exposure and the damage on I'm going to get in that lawsuit too. I'm just going to wait because I know the Lord has blessed me. That's what I'm going to tell you. And you blessed too, truly. If you're, if you have an open mind. And so I just wanted to, you know, come and talk about, we need to really pay attention to the times that we're living in. We have an obligation to ensure that access happens for the people who look like us and know that that hasn't been created yet. It's not something that truly has happened and it's not something that could happen simply because, oh, simply because you know why? Because we are who we are. And that's just real. So if, if we were born in this country, we are just like every other person that was born in this country. If you're an immigrant like Kamala Harris, understand that your understanding comes from two parents who were from different origins of the world. And the ability and the understanding of access is what you understood that you had the ability. So she went to the, the black schools. Her parents created an opportunity for her that most blacks don't have. And she's just a true American. She's a true American. And I know that when she worked with the truancy issues, creating responsibilities for parents to ensure that access happens for their children, no matter, I mean, but you also understand that if you have a child with a disability, the responsibility for everyday attendance just changes based on the need of the child. And your situation always changes based on the need of the child. And you too get to benefit. I mean, special education is such a wonderful tool. Know that they, when they use those laws, they use those laws for a reason. It's all about coming up. It's not about uh, labeling you. It's labeling you if you don't use the rules to benefit. But know that you have a, a benefit, an opportunity to really learn, grow, learn a task, move towards a skill, move towards an attainment of something. Because that's what the law says, you know. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Let's pursue it. Happiness, that's what I'm talking about. I love you too, Carol. You know, when we were in school, it was just, we had a different kind of opportunity at Kennedy High School. They really didn't like us. I mean, not the black people. And we came from Meadowview. And Meadowview, how they created and how they built Kennedy High School is a lesson for everybody who graduated in 1976 because it was our bodies that allowed them to build that school. The money from the poverty children allowed them to build that school. And you better know, as soon as we graduated, they were working on how they didn't have to have those children over there. Then, you know, 
from the Meadowview area, the Freeport children. And so, you know, all Sacramento City Unified School District has been about a small group of people networking resources and creating opportunities like magnet schools, school choice, and people with money could figure out how to get their children to those programs. I mean, you know, what was it? Uh, Stuart Burns, Richard Burns, Nat Colley, who was it? Uh, Ron Blanchett, Angie Blanchett. I mean, you know, those were famous people, people who made something out of their lives. But I mean, you know, come on now. They had a, a good opportunity because Nat Colley Sr. was one of the first people who pushed for integration in some of those schools for the services to happen for all children. And you know, there, there are laws that are written for small schools and small schools, how different revenue was uh, aligned to help kids that were coming from higher poverty neighborhoods. But in California, it was all about flipping it and trying to figure out how could we you know, create really sustainable programs and still allow a little bit of access for the kids in poverty. But pretty soon it just became a game. And you know, the willful defiance is just out of control. And it's something else when education has changed from education to social promotion and social and emotional learning. What is that? Who did they, who did they train to teach social and emotional learning? What kind of degree is that? I haven't seen the degree yet. But we, as a people, need to do better communication. And so I'm going to work on a podcast. You know, it really takes time to go through these programs to understand how to use them. But we really have to have a, a connection, a channel that we all connect to, that, that we self-empower. Because your story is your story. But your story might empower me if I don't have to do the things and I don't have to say, make the same mistakes as you did. But we all have a personal responsibility. If you have grandchildren, know that you, you know, that's your responsibility. It's not about your child. It was that uh, uh, something your parents don't owe you nothing. Somebody wrote a little book about your parents don't owe you nothing. Yeah, your parents do, black people. Parents owe them something. Because they have to know how systems work. Because we are, we were harvested in America. And we have to learn how not to be the harvest. And that's just real. So how do we ensure that, you know, our children are gifted with talent and, and, and opportunity, that that opportunity really makes a difference for our people? Instead of we're sitting them on the store, I mean, in front of the liquor stores, hanging out with the gambling. I mean, everybody got to eat, everybody got a place to sleep, and everybody got to have a place to use the bathroom or whatever. And we let these people live outside with what? No opportunity. And we all pay taxes, especially people who are gifted pay a lot of taxes, and I'm sorry. It's unacceptable that the people who are supposed to be creating opportunities for us to share our concerns feel that they can deny access to all for speaking out for the failed services. But I'm here in Las Vegas, and I'm telling you there are some serious issues in Las Vegas in regards to access because certain children are being denied access because they don't have the same opportunity to start at the same level. And they have created opportunities of level for graduation and they push these children out without meeting any maintenance of effort and without even graduating at grade level proficiency. And who knows, perhaps they're graduating third graders in the 12th grade. It doesn't really matter because they walk down the aisle with hand in hand with the disabled child and give them something. A, a piece of paper that means what? A transition gift to work over here at 
the goodwill when you see people who look normal that are working in the goodwill. And you'd see a lot of seniors who work in the goodwill, but thank God for goodwill here in Nevada. Because on in Nevada, on Saturdays, it's color tag day. And you know, I am a good shopper. I understand what quality looks like. And I know quality when I see it. And I buy my niece's clothes because those dresses that sell at um, Wine Stars and Macy's and whatever, they, you know, children grow out of those things. And, you know, if I had sons or grandsons to shop for, I would do that too. But you can buy a whole box of things that people can't afford and things that children would love to have. And, you know, everybody can't afford everything. And it really doesn't matter as long as it's, it's quality. You know, hell, it's new to you. And as long as it's new to you, some people don't appreciate new to you. But, you know, I always shop for my family. Either they like it or they don't. Guess what? If they could afford it, they would do better. So it's just like my Angelo said, when you know better, you do better. So do better, my friends. Do better. Look, look at how your family is faring during this COVID-19, this season of opportunity to enrich yourself and your family. And, you know, produce more love. That's what I'll say. Make sure your children have what they need, even if they're argumentative and don't know no better. Make sure that they understand that family is the most important thing and you ain't got nothing other. And make sure that, you know, that you understand the gift of life is just a gift. But whatever seeds you sow in life is the harvest you will reap. So if you're sowing negativity, the negativity is coming your way. And that's why I said that. I have learned that people who don't give 100% back to the gift that you were given, that your life is just terribly, terribly, terribly. Uh, it's, a hard, it's a hard life. And I can pray for you. That's what I'll say. But until I get back out here in the backyard and I figure out this podcast stuff and figure out how to do things on a regular, I'm going to say go and grow, my friend, and just follow my page because I do have... I, look, I do have Facebook, I do have Instagram, and I do have one more thing. What is that? I even got TikTok. But TikTok is funny, because TikTok, I can understand why Trump didn't like it, because Amanda's on there, and Amanda says, fuck Trump 2020, and that's what we got to do. We got to just understand that, irregardless of who's in the White House, the responsibility to who's making it out of your house and what's created to sustain and that we have to be a part of this conversation for public policy, especially when we pay taxes, especially we have to know who we are and you have to know that power comes from within and power comes when you look in the mirror is that the, Michael had that song, Man in the Mirror, you know, and that was really a great song. And if you start just going to the, just to the headlines of the songs, you know, the titles. Marvin Gaye said, what's going on? And, you know, and, and no matter who he asked in his family, nobody had the answer for him. We have to have the vision like Nipsey Hussle. And we have to come together, just like he said. We have to talk about what's working and what's done. And then we have to hold them accountable, because that's what Nipsey said. And guess what? They took his life for that. But guess what? He's out there. And we have to be like Old Town Road, not that I'm trying to support, you know, coming out of the closet. Hey, if you're in the closet, maybe you're in the closet and you just stay in the closet. But your choices are your choices. That's kind of like everybody decides what they love. 
and everybody's entitled to love what you do. But you know, as long as you're not affecting nobody else, life is just good. So take the blessing and, and invest in yourself during this struggle and understand that God doesn't do anything by mistake. Everything is intentional and you have to go and grow. You have to fight the challenges that you have so that you self-empower yourself. And it's more, life is more about more than money. Life is about quality of life, benefits, because the pathways and the doors just fly open when you're living right and know that. All right, enough for today. So until we meet again, love you guys and take care. Bye-bye. And share and share and just share the word because self-empowerment is all about what you do to empower yourself. Take care.